Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. Hi, and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hiya. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. Sure is. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, destinations around the world head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime, lifetime, lifetime it's lifetime. spooky season it's very spooky the most wonderful time of the year it is yeah, uh, a couple months ago that we went, uh, we went to the Magic Kingdom and we experienced the not so scary, <laughs> not so very scary. A couple of months ago, there. back in August, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that is weird that we went to the Halloween party two months ago. Yeah, first week, first week of uh, August. And it's still started not even Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> no, dear God, uh, I've already yeah. outgrown my Halloween shirt from that party. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we saw the we saw the tame side of Halloween in Orlando. Uh, now we're going like to take lame. you to the dark and twisted side. Very dark and very twisted. That's right. Heather and Jeff were at one of our favorite events of the year, Halloween Horror Nights. Hashtag hosted. <laughs> Hashtag hosted. Universal Orlando Resort. Uh, so uh, you braved the fog, made it back to tell the tale. So yes. tell the tale. We braved the the rain too. It was a little bit rainy the night we went, but yeah, manageable. But you get the- we had really good luck because it. There were a couple of times when it was absolute like flood the streets, torrential rain. But they were always when we were in a house or when we were under a covered queue. So yes, we actually well, also, yep. didn't get all that wet. Yeah. Y'all were also under a tornado warning uh-huh. at that yep. time, yep. so so you really did get lucky. There. We did. I, I mean, our nervous. experience didn't get interrupted at all. Uh, nope. We spent about three hours there and were able to see seven houses, which is pretty fantastic if you're not on an RIP tour to get that yep. many houses in. So this is something new for the me this year. Pass, though, yes. so that was great and. That, that that worked great. This was a yep. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, yeah, but Wednesday it was night. full. It was very very busy, and I will say this is the first time I experienced Halloween Horror Nights without an RIP tour, and instead using the Express Pass. And I gotta say, it is a great way to do it. It is worth every 
penny. And a whole lot less yeah. expensive than the RIP. Definitely. Tour. We waited, the most we waited in a, in a queue was just under 30 minutes, and it was for a house that the standby wait was 180 minutes. So yeah. it was... It was killer. Was that Stranger Things that was the longest That time? was Stranger Things. Uh, the other one all that was those, really long was The Last of Us. And uh, yeah, all that one went right fast. Yeah, all right in a row there that are the ones right under Rip Ride Rocket between there and Jimothy Fallon. All of those four houses right there had crazy long lines. But they, they were all so excellent. organized to how they how they get you in and out of those things that yeah. weave the lines around. And for the most part, they're covered. So we were in the rain, not mm -hmm. much. Pretty and great. The Last of Us is, uh, that and Stranger Things are probably the two premier houses this year. And the lines were, standby lines were insane. The Last of Us is back out. I'm trying to get my bearings. It's back out really behind the parks. And they built this network of raised, men in black. Yeah, raised carpeted platforms because they've had some flooding issues back there when in the fall you get some pretty torrential rains in the Orlando area. So they built these these raised cover or raised um, carpeted walkways to keep everybody up out of the water when it floods back there. And it was impressive, but it was such a long line. That weird, fuzzy, not quite an indoor, not like Brady Bunch yard carpet, but it was just a weird texture thing. But it was not slippery at all, so that was interesting. And the water could pass through it, but it kept you grippy. Very good idea back there, because I've slogged through back there in the rain, too, before, and it's mm -hmm. nasty. It's yuck, yeah. Uh, real quick, before we get into some of the attractions, you guys mentioned that the Express Pass was a great option for getting through those houses. Quick. Yes. Um, I wanted to point out that you won't see it really advertised anywhere on the websites or anything, but if you didn't grab an Express Pass ahead of time, sometimes when you're at the event, they'll put a late night Express Pass out for sale and they'll have kiosks out around the park mm -hmm. that you can grab those for a reduced price for like the second half of the night but that's not a guaranteed it kind of depends yep. on how many express passes they already sold so if you decide you want one grab one of those but then another great way to get some extra houses in is what they call the stay and screen yes option. i was going to mention that that's another fantastic strategy we, we saw, saw it. that staging as uh, as just before it launched as we were leaving mm -hmm. the park to go to dinner before we came back for halloween horror nights and they had everybody in the staged areas the ready holding for zones stay and scream so what you do is you pick a, a holding area that you want to go to. And they have, I think, three or four of them mm -hmm. that kind of give you access to different houses. So you want to plan out which ones are important to you to get in. And you get into this holding zone right around the time when they're, uh, well, a little bit before they start kicking all the guests out who don't have mm -hmm. night's passes. And then you get to go into uh, the mazes. You get to go into a specific area of the park uh, early before Halloween Horror Nights opens. And you can get several houses out of the way. Uh, I've heard at like Kendra, three to four, right? Yeah. When when Kendra was there, uh, she did Horror Nights twice this year. Lucky. And, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, 
she she got three to four houses and and she did the uh the holding zone that got you into stranger things mm-hmm. last of us and i think is chucky over there there was another one one of the big ones mm-hmm. was over there can you um, combine she, that stay and scream with express pass so you could really bang them out mm-hmm. you sure could yeah that would be a great strategy for seeing all of them on one night without a vip tour we went to dinner and we didn't start in the park till after it was a little after seven o'clock and we left mm-hmm. just after 10 and had done seven of the 10 houses. And if it hadn't been just pouring rain, we mm-hmm. would have stayed for another. But by that time I was just tired and ready to go. And we had time for one, one drink stop, one boozy beverage stop and got to go through the scare zones as well. So it was, that's, it's that's a really great impressive. strategy. It's it really is worth it. And if you want to spend a little bit of extra money, there's two different RIP tour options. One fully private, which is obviously the most expensive option, but you can uh, have yeah. up to 10 people with you on your private tour. And the other oh, one is a public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one is a, a public RIP tour where you join a group of, of folks. And both of those options, you can get all 10 houses and the show and the scare zones and they include bar and snack stops along the way it's it's a full night um but really it's worth it and a buffet dinner before you go into the event and you get uh valet parking yep so it is it is a good deal it really is a good deal the the public one i think wasn't it about it varies uh, the night. I think it's, it's between like 250 and can go up to 350 a person, something like that. I know that I know I that the that. night that Kendra did it, it was $347. Yes. With tax. Is uh, the public one that includes the same bar stops and buffet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure that's does. the one that they did. Yep. They, they, they did the public one. Yeah. Yep. And you get those so. same things with the private one, but you're paying um, around $3,500, $4,000 for the tour. For 10 people. For 10 people. So if you're sharing that with 10 people, yeah, it's the same price. It's about the same price. Right. Yeah. And I highly recommend those tours because not only do you get all that extra stuff, you're getting into the houses even faster than the Express Pass because they have their own RIP tour line and it's very yeah, there, short. There was like no wait at all right. the times I've uh, done it, that. They it, just it, block it also, you right in. It also grants you Express Pass, which is good not just for the mm-hmm. houses, but for attractions also. Right. And then you have your own guide who's as you're walking around the park is giving you the backstory on all the houses, which if you haven't done that research yourself and you're not familiar with the house, you might not understand what you're seeing when you're inside. I think none of it matters anyway. It's dark hallways and people jump out and go, 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 go. (laughs) Some of it though, I know that Kendra specifically said for the Chucky house, her first time through, she didn't get the backstory of what was supposed to be going on. And then once the guide explained on her second trip that it was Chucky's pissed that these people are doing like a cheap, uh, cheap haunted house impression of him. And then it made sense why he was going on a rampage. And, and so ah, she said that gotcha. actually really did improve yeah. knowing the backstory there. But, there were hmm. some things that I wasn't familiar with the IP. So um, knowing the backstory was nice. Um, we were being hosted by some Universal um, Parks and Resorts sales execs. And they 
are both of them were Halloween Horror Nights super fans, so Big they gave fans. us the backstory on on those houses, which was really helpful. Some of them, obviously, I knew because they're pretty famous. Hey, what is this Exorcist? <laughs> I'm not familiar. Yeah, <laughs> the Exorcist house was awesome. Honestly, I loved every single one that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we didn't go into Chucky because that was the least favorite house of our hosts. So we said, you know, if we had to miss, what would you recommend? And they were like, eh, Chucky is not, Chucky's not our favorite. So we didn't do that. We started up at the front of the house, uh, front of the park and banged out all those houses that are right there along Rip Ride Rocket. And they Which were Yeti, all excellent. The Campground Kills Yeti one, that yep. one was great. We went and so many. We saw a shift change too, and there's yeah. there's like forty five so yetis. yetis in that building. It's crazy. <laughs> the backstory on that one they is have that at least uh, ninety costumes. Yeah, someone has killed a baby yeti, and it turns out that's a bad idea. Yeah, and mommy yeti shots. Yes, uh, we started though at Blood Moon, and I have a. Th- <laughs> Any house that has where you enter a room and there's just like two rows of figures and you know that some of them are real and <laughs> some of them are not real. That one had two rooms like that and that was the first house we went into. So I started off the night with wet pants. <laughs> and that was not from the rain, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like the ones that are kind of the original stories instead of just some walkthrough version of the current movie that's out or something mm-hmm. they, they do some really cool original stuff i liked that with blood moon the yeti was cool blood moon was Although, a lot of gore it's i'm not wasn't really familiar with the backstory there seems to be a lot of killing uh, yeah <laughs> people that were pitchforks kind of and <laughs> they worship <laughs> blood moon or something i don't know exactly know was it kind of a children of the corn kind of thing going kinda, on it's dark yeah. and people jump out of these hidey holes and scary <laughs> dressed as various monsters yes oh weird that's kind of the theme I've never of heard all of this yeah <laughs> yeah let's see in colonial era village moon worshipers witness moon a blood moon at their fall festival they take it as a sign to hunt down any non-followers including Including you and your scream squad. Oh, awesome! Well, yes, there was. There, it I was know, very if I look gory. Up and I see a blood moon, and I'm like, well, well, that means we have to kill everyone that doesn't believe what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stra- this was what the third or fourth iteration third of Stranger Th- Third Stranger Things. I really loved this one, um, yeah. based on the the current season. Um, so you had. Oh, and uh, Dustin and uh, well, uh, Chrissy, wake he, up! Oh, Chrissy, wake man. up! And they're on top of the trailer, fighting yeah, off with the, the demo bats. The, yes, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that was super cool. And then when you go in Chrissy's trailer, there's the portal up top, and yeah. so you can see a whole separate second upside down set above you where Dustin was up in. It was wild. Such it was very twisted. Cool set. A lot of kind of that. Upside down and right side up, MC Eshery kind of mm-hmm. wackadoo. It was very, very cool. Yeah, it's amazing. It's worth mentioning to people who aren't familiar with Halloween Horror Nights. So this isn't your typical uh, setup in a strip mall 
local. Oh, not no, no. haunted house deal. They they bring in set designers and special effects artists from Hollywood, yep. many who have worked on these actual productions. Um, mm-hmm. And they do just the, the sets biggest are absolutely budget, most amazing. incredible. The two times they've done Jordan Peele movies, he himself came and designed the house and was right. I- instrumental in mm-hmm. building it. So that, like, they take the, and it's wild. The sets, like, I'm knocking on them. These are sturdy concrete walls and mm-hmm. doors and Very stuff. Cool. Like, it's and then the really, really sturdy, are impressive stuff. Incredibly realistic. I was Vecna got right in my face a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, she might as well walk around with a Target on her shirt. It is gee, hysterical. I everyone wonder how knows. everyone knows to Target me. It doesn't matter. Well, because you're screaming <laughs> Well, at that's everything. part of it. But also, Jeff Williams well, is pointing one, at me. The one time I went ahead of you, I was pointing them out. Because I know where they're going to be. Yeah. Because I know how those things work. So I would just lean around there and point behind me and go get her. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> And so when I would look and nothing would happen, she would think nothing was there. And then they'd yeah. out of the same hole I just walked past. Stranger calmly. Things was one of three houses where I exited out at the end and it was clearly <laughs> yeah. the exit and I was out of the house and then somebody scared me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Great. I love to do that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can you, you see the light from outside and the security guard and you're like, oh, good. Oh, it's all done. over. <laughs> yep, there we go. And this year... So the sets and the costuming are are incredibly realistic. One of the things they did this year with the tactile experience is they seemed to like wet things, mm-hmm. which was it the Yeti one. Had we had to go yeah, through this wet maze sleeping of, bags oh. were the curtains between oh. between the doors, and then they also have wet. I noticed they had um, this at the year before at the bug one, but in this one oh, and that yeah. Yeti one, they had wet string. Just, just hanging all over in the ceiling. So as you're going through, there's just like, just ick. Feels like hair or whatever Blech. touching you. It's like, oh, so gross. Those wet suit, <laughs> those wet sleeping bags are disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna have bad dreams about that yeah. for a while because you had to like move the wet yes. sleeping bag to like. <laughs> to get through. And it was super went- cold in there. Like the Yeti one, they very realistic. They made it so so cold. So it's yeah, wet, they're blowing fake cold. snow around, and it's like a really really cold kind of sprinkly icy wind going in there, and then Yetis jumping out everywhere. So good. I thought dueling dragons, which they this was I I don't know if this was the first time. It was interesting that they made a house based on uh, one of their own rides. That one was cool. Yeah, it, was it was not scary. Cool. It was more like sci-fi. Not scary. I had somebody trippy. jump out from either side and get right in my face. Yeah. <laughs> jump two feet in the air. They usually get like you from one side or the other. This was a, both of them came out at the same I mean, time. There was like there were startling things that they tried to do. It, it there like the setup itself is more like not, kung yeah. fu-y and not, mystical not and, and sci-fi almost. Fantasy. Yeah, like fantasy. True. And this is one, it seems like the last few years they've really enjoyed having one houses where the outcome is different mm-hmm. for At you. At the end, you yeah. choose. So choose your fate. Two different yeah. lines. Right. Since it was since it was based on the Dueling Dragons uh, racing roller coaster, you could choose which dragon you wanted to follow for the for the finale. And they change up the finale. So depending and on which one you choosing choose. anything. I just was following We, ju- the we just followed them. Yeah. <laughs> Merlin lost in the one that we chose. His head, his severed head was brandished in my face at one point. 
That was fun. Hmm. I have no recollection. It's all just <laughs> booga booga holes to me. I gotta say, I'd love to walk through there alone where you weren't being pushed from behind and pulled from ahead where you could really take these sets and mm -hmm. stuff in because there there's rooms that are so amazing with the lighting and the effects mm -hmm. and the sets that i just want to like step to the side and look but they always have staff that's keeping so everybody moving keep and rightfully moving. so yeah. you can't stand around but yeah man i'd love to go in there i know they have a lights on tour that you can do that's an upcharge i would love to see that sometime but i'd love rather than lights on just to buy myself no boogas, but just let me go through and just see the lights see the, and effects and all because i want to see well, it in the dark with just, the full effects yeah buy yourself the private vip tour and uh yeah, tell yeah them, but even this then you know you got people in front and behind you mm -hmm. there's just no way to ever yeah. to really take that stuff in and it's so great like that's i just love great. the art behind it all my favorite uh, this year was uh, the classic Monsters House, the Monsters Unmasked, and I didn't know what running, to expect from it. I had no idea that the first, a good bit of it was Phantom of the Opera and Killer. Yeah, they really so went, cool. They they went back to the original yes. original Universal Monsters. This was yep. all the oldest. Phantom ones. of the Opera, Quasimodo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, the Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. I like when we were in, uh, I didn't know where the hell we were till I realized it was Phantom of the Opera because it was like, oh, this is so beautiful. You're mm -hmm. in like a theater and then you realize it's the opera house and then he's doing his thing. But then you come out of that into like the Invisible Man stuff and the effects they were doing in there, they had multiple people in the room in a very dark room that they would hit just with a flash of uh, black light. And he has the white bandage on his face. So all you could see was just a face here, an arm there, a leg there, and part of his torso. So cool. But they had multiple actors they'd hit with these different lights. And it looked like he was disappearing and reappearing in front of you. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's so, cool. so good. And then, yeah, into, into the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which there's an effect Very that they do cool in there that, where he's up on his bell tower and he... Apparently, they, you don't always get this, but he's on like he falls and he his feet stay planted, but the rest of his body fully bungees, boiling like right towards your face. And yeah. he happened to do it like I stopped and stood up and he did it to me. But apparently he can only do 20 minutes at a time. It's one of those jobs that it's a stunt high risk, like yep. Tinkerbell at, at Disney. So they can only do 20 minutes and then they have to be off two hours or something crazy. And then, so, so then they're swapping it out and it'll be nobody be, will be up on that bell tower mm -hmm. for bits while they're swapping out characters. Yeah, because yeah, they gotta hook him cool, up to though. a rig and all, but that effect is wild because you're looking up and then the whole Here thing comes. just starts to come towards <laughs> yeah. you, and then boing, he's falling off of it as the bell tower collapses. Yeah. It's crazy. Really, really that, cool. That house was really, really awesome. It, I'm so glad they're leaning into their classic monsters because mm -hmm. they've got so many great IPs and they've done a great job updating them. Yeah, I think that was my favorite house last year as well. That. That was the when the Bride of Frankenstein screamed in my face and scared the crap <laughs> out of me. That was the year me. before. Was that the year before? <laughs> yeah. I think three years running, they've had the... Really, really monster. good The first house. one was Wolfman and Dracula and Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein. And then last year was different ones. And then oh, I loved yeah. it. This one was from the 30s. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. cool. Uh, the Last of Us, great. I loved the show. The house was actually based on the game 
the video game. But it, I understood it. I having watched the show, it made sense to me. Clickers, very cool. Yeah, he just Fungus. looked like a different guy. He didn't look like um, what's his nuts? Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Pedro. That great stuff. Yeah, really, really, really well done house. And while you're in and the that, that queue, clickety got sound the, that those things yeah. make is unnerving yes, in the dark. It's it very is. amplified, very all around you. And the, they had the music going as you're outside in the queue, which gets you amped up for going into that house, which is great. That was the one where we were in just torrential rain and we were under this shed. Luckily, we were right as we under. stepped. There was like 50 yards. We had to stand in line and the rain, the rain stopped. It was like hand of God. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah, It was crazy. And then, of course, there's the scare zones. Also good fun. Um, the one that really got me this year. Um, yes. Like 70s vampires. It, it was Woodstock. Uh, it was Woodstock. Uh, themed. Yes. Yeah. That, so real quick, though, real quick, yes. though, Sorry. the scare zones, if you haven't attended Halloween Horror Nights, these are like just the outside areas in the park. You're walking through and different areas of the park are themed to different horror themes. And so the actors are roaming around on the sidewalks, scaring you. Um, and they like to do, there always seems to be at least one stop where there's kind of like a stage set up. Mm-hmm. Um, they do little shows. Music yeah. go, shows going on and stuff. But they they really have some cool themes going on there. And so the one was, uh, I forget the name of it, but it was like a, a, a zombie or a vampire attack happened yeah. at a Woodstock. It was festival. terrifying because they weren't. <laughs> super obvious costumes so i couldn't mm-hmm. tell you know halloween horror nights a lot of the attendees are dressed there's a lot of great people watching people dress up i couldn't Kinda tell gothy. who the actors were and who were the other attendees so they kept freaking me out <laughs> and it was it very sure foggy <laughs> i was looking through kendra's pictures from there and i was like you can't, you can't, because they're no. in just regular clothes, and there's just like a random dude with a bloody face. I'm like, why, uh, why did you take a picture? Of yeah, this? a lot of tie dye. Um, yeah, yeah, until they like opened their mouth with their, they had their <laughs> fangs in your face. You couldn't tell that they weren't just a. And it was very, it was a, it was a very well attended event that night. Mm-hmm. So there they were a some, lot of people out. They had some like sexy vampire go-go dancers. Mm-hmm. They always do a little bit of some kind of go-go monster. Thing. So it's like sexy girls dancing that are a werewolf or a, this year it was the, you know, the concert goers in the hippie yep. gear, like Woodstock dancers wearing go-go boots and stuff, but they were all rotted face and it was, it was great. And then of course, my nemesis, the Chainsaw Gang. Oh, the squad of chainsaws oh, this year is God. so cool. They have these guys that, yeah, they look, I don't know what. Oh, the they were, they were kind of looked a little bit like Hellraiser guy, Pinhead. It was kind of like a goth disco chainsaw crew. I don't know what, but they'd come thirty <sighs> of them at a time. Well, and we could hear them the coming street, behind hear them coming us. Forever. So I'm like, okay, I'm speeding up, and somehow they managed her down. to get in front of us in a yeah, foggy I don't know section. How that happened. Yeah, they blast it with fog, and then they start stepping out of everywhere. But there was this one dude that was crouched down in the fog, and they blasted. She could see that he was waiting on her, and they 
filled the street with such thick fog you couldn't see anything until he was like an inch from her. Uh, (laughs) So good. I did not avoid them. Anybody that's wondering, they will get near you and scare you and all that. They do not touch you. They can't touch you. You're not allowed to touch or do anything like that. So some of the effects, or like I was saying, the string or the wet backpack kind of, or wet sleeping bag. Yes, that. That's tactile. The scare actors nobody's, do not touch Nobody's them, ever no. going to touch you out there, no. whether in a scare zone or in a house. And try not to punch them in the face when they scare you. <laughs> try. Apparently, that's a very real I was carrying an umbrella this year because of the, the rain, and I didn't <laughs> smack anyone with it. That makes a really good uh, tool for if the person in front of you is... A scaredy cat too. Ugh. If you have a wet, wet umbrella that you can just touch to the side of their face in a dark when they're something on edge because they're in a dark haunted house. So if you predict that a scare actor is going to come from the left, you just hit them on the right side so they turn that way, and then bah from the other side they get scared. Yeah, it's delightful, nice. delightful, so fun. It's me. I was doing that. Yes. Yep. it's shocking shocking but it's it is such good fun i it took me a long time to warm up to the idea of going to this event because i scare easily but it's so fun that you just gotta yeah. you know relax and scream and it's it's a ton of fun and so so well done incredibly well organized i'm always just so impressed at how they can have that going on Mm -hmm. in the middle of a park that's also open for business during the day it is unbelievable the logistics behind this thing Mm -hmm. and it's got to cost so many millions of dollars to put on but but then they're selling out Mm -hmm. you know 100 buck tickets and their their resort sell out as well because this it's an event that goes pretty late you can stay i think as late as two o'clock in the morning uh, yeah, if I'm remembering, so yeah. So a lot of people like will grab us, you know, grab a hotel room and stay really close. Uh, this is one of the years. It's very, very recent that they incorporated the Harry Potter Diagon Alley section into Halloween Horror Nights. We didn't go back there, but they have the Death Eaters roaming back yeah. there, and then there are some attractions that are still running that you can ride as well as the houses. Yeah, for several years now, they've had that open. Uh, this was the very first year that they had the Death Eaters come out during Horror Nights. Which and that's seems the only time that's, weird. Why yeah, did they wait? The only time that they're out there, too, is they come out during Horror Nights, and they do this whole thing. They throw, they cast the Dark Mark, and mm-hmm. they're looking for recruits uh, to come join them. It, it's really cool. And then Yeah, you we, can... didn't, we didn't make it back into the Harry Potter section at all. Yeah, we were uh, focused on houses. Understandable. That's that's the the signature there. They Certainly. have some other stuff going on too. Uh, in City Walk, the Red Coconut Club becomes the Dead Coconut yes, Club. Very cool to, to celebrate Horror Nights. We got uh, to see that last year. Yeah, they they usually have some entertainment up there, musical group. Uh, some characters. We we had the Wolfman scare the crap out of a lot of us in there. <laughs> Kendra had had the Bride of Frankenstein literally. And Frankenstein's monster right up inches from her face nice. is a really cool video she got of them. Um, so there's that at um, at Cabana Bay Beach Resort. They've got this cool, it's kind of like one of those selfie museums where you can go and there's different photo ops set up and they're all different Chucky scenes. Oh. Um, That's cool. So there's like, there's like one where there's a giant Chucky doll and a giant 
like bird cage and you can get inside there. It's like Chucky trapped you. Uh, Chucky pushing you off the top of a building. Oh, cool. Uh, Very all kinds cool. of cool stuff like that. So that's really fun. Um, of course, they do their famous uh, tribute store in yes. the park that's open all day long, Excellent. not just during Horror Nights. And um, there's a there's a video that I made just of that that's up on Key to the World Travels uh, Instagram. I'll, I'll link it on our stuff. That It is, it is so cool. Like, the whole theme was this year for that was like old pulp horror comic books mm-hmm. like tales from the crypt the tribute uh, stores are things. so well done very there's yeah. an attraction in itself uh, the most Absolutely. recent one i enjoyed yeah. was the jurassic park tribute store yeah very cool yeah, that one was really cool uh, jeff had cool an stuff. encounter when we stopped at one of the bars that <laughs> at halloween yeah. horror nights did you get scared stupid Yes. I don't even remember what that was. David S. Pumpkins. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? (laughs) Yeah, I love that guy. That guy does a great David S. Pumpkins, and people were loving it. It was funny. Our uh, the guy that was hosting us is Tom Valley of universal sales <laughs> he didn't know who that was he's like do you know who that guy is and i told him he goes man everybody but me knows who that is i did not know who it was he thought it was time. a guest he just, thought it was a guest yes. and couldn't figure out why everybody was so into this suit this guy was yeah wearing. i love it he's very funny and they have themed food and beverages all through the park which are fun i i had a i cannot remember what it was called but it was oh, it was a peacock tail, and it yeah, it that's was what I had bright too. purple gin drink. It was delicious. Uh, we yeah, they have of course blood ones yes. and all different colored. Th- and there's just bars everywhere. everywhere. Some of the normal bars that are usually there, but then they have just stands all around with beer and mm-hmm. uh, white claws and that kind of yeah. stuff to carry around, and you can just carry it around with you, even in the houses. They didn't mm-hmm. care if you brought in your drinks. We had uh, dinner at Toothsome right before, so we didn't stop for any snacks because we stuffed our faces at Toothsome. They do have some really cool food that's themed even to some of the specific houses. So Chucky's area, they have a couple of things that are kind of like carnival-themed mm-hmm. food. They had... Uh, they had um, some nashville style uh hot chicken hot chicken wings but they're in like it was popcorn chicken so it's in a popcorn oh bucket. cool and they also had this really weird hot dog that had kool-aid pickles and the bun was like a like a funfetti cake but but a hot dog bun. Oh, cool. weird <laughs> uh, apparently the kool-aid pickles were really good kendra Kool-Aid's is very pickle. yeah it's just it's apparently a southern thing you 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 dump out the pickle brine and you fill the jar up with cherry Kool-Aid and you Ooh, let the weird. pickles marinate. She Kendra is a like a big pickle, pickle fan, snob yeah. and she, and she No, she I love pickles, but I'm just so I'm making that face cuz what south do they live in? I never heard <laughs> I don't of. know. It's some other part of the south Florida, the Florida south. Uh, Please tell me they had mushroom thing. soup for The Last of Us. They had this <laughs> amazing 
It was actually a mushroom <laughs> Made with ravioli. Made a real face. Yes. <laughs> it was a mushroom ravioli, but it came Ooh. in this tin can. Because the whole thing there is the food stands were supposed to be a ration distribution ah, yes. okay. center yep. for because of the, the plague or whatever right. it is. Um, so you go and you get in line for your rations. And you get this tin can with a label on it that's like, you know, food ration. And it's a, it's a, the cordyceps... Uh, mushrooms mushroom ravioli and there's, nice <laughs> there's you know fungus sticking up out of your can it's really cool welcome you got some photos of that that is very that's a great cool. idea yeah yeah yep uh they but yeah so a lot of the houses have those themed food they have the uh they have the iconic twisted taters that are spiraled french fry potato things french on stick. fried potatoes uh. yeah we're coming up on the end stuff. of this year's Halloween Horror Nights season. It's uh, that's true. Getting very so close we to got Halloween. To go. Yeah, I was afraid we weren't going to get to go because we our our fall travel schedule has been bananas, but and we managed to squeeze in a night of it. So I'm I'm thrilled. I'm sorry you didn't get to go this year, Daniel. <laughs> we are going to have go. to do a, a <laughs> Gold Key Adventure Society. Halloween Horror Nights trip next year. I agree. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll be running for for a couple more weeks because they typically go. They typically give you one or two days after Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think this one ends on the fourth. Yeah, so there's a few days, and they haven't announced Christmas at Universal Orlando yet. I know They're canceling it. Is. <laughs> at this point, they might as well. Holy crap! People are so people are so antsy to find out when they're going to be able to book breakfast with the Grinch. We saw um, one of the areas, oh, it was in front of the Last of Us house is where they had uh, parade float storage normally under that shed where they had the queue. And so there was still like five or six giant, they wrap them like marine boats do when they're dry docked. So they were all Mm -hmm. wrapped and those were the um, Christmas things. But the, the people we were with said they'd been having the Christmas parades out practicing everything so you got yep. the whole place looks like haunted halloween and then <laughs> late at night they're out here uh-huh. practicing early in the morning Getting before opening practicing the, the christmas yeah. parade in the middle of chainsaw land and stuff so it's <laughs> very funny to think about and then during december they'll probably be running the mardi gras parade yep. after the christmas yep. parade is Getting ready for, the, for the next one every time i'd love to know sometime how many people they hire to run this temporary thing because it is mm-hmm. astonishing the number of so we we were there a couple of different shift changes for these houses and like a hundred plus people come out of each house in full blood gore costume like elaborate costumes not a shirt and short i mean these are incredible and then another crew goes right back in and you know that's hundred plus at a time in each house like it's wild the, the number of temporary people they have to have besides the people that are running it and doing it and performing and lights it's just what an undertaking i love it yeah it's huge it's huge we should mention too as we're recording literally hot off the presses news oh. universal shared a little bit of information about this attraction that they've got coming to las vegas we talked about this a while back. They're going to have a year-round horror nights uh, attraction in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm so super they- stoked for this. It's in uh, 
Area 15, which you were familiar with. I was not familiar with this. Is that where uh, we yeah. store the uh, UFOs? Well, it's Something yeah, it's Area yeah. 15, so it's where we store the OFUs. Ah, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, Area 15. It's they call it an immersive entertainment area, and that's where they have the uh, Las Vegas branch of that Meow Wolf uh, immersive art exhibit thing that you may have seen, where you go into the weird grocery store and end up in a twisted, kind of psychedelic, trippy, fantasy world. But they're going to be building. Uh, they're going to be ex expanding that site, and there's going to be this. It's they release the name is Universal Horror Unleashed, and there's not a ton of information, but it's going to be a permanent year-round horror experience. It's a great idea. Inspired by Horror Nights, there's going to be multiple immersive horror-centric experiences with uh, eerie eateries highly themed bars they're going to have multiple maze type areas so it's going to just be if you're a fan of horror go get your fix there it's going to be it's going to be really cool yeah it sounds more involved than i was expecting i thought it was gonna be like one building with maybe a couple of mazes or something but this sounds like there's indoor outdoor elements to it and multiple places to eat and the whole themes thing is going to be elaborately themed i'm sure this is very exciting for me yeah. I love Hira. Yeah, yeah and they, they specifically say next level immersive experiences. So I think it's not just going to be a walk through haunted house, but it's going to be something a little bit more that puts you in into a world, which sounds just so cool. Yeah. And if you see the stuff they pull off on a temporary basis every year, I can't imagine if they've got the tech and the money mm -hmm, to do a for sure. permanent Las Vegas inst installation, it's going to be a just off the chain oh yeah it's gonna be bigger and better it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing so. cannot wait cannot wait it's going to be very exciting. well you're gonna to have to because they just started building the thing. <laughs> dang it <laughs> all right i'll wait a little while and there's, not too long. you know they're still working on that new park in orlando too so and texas they, they've got oh that's true the family mm -hmm. park in texas <laughs> Right. They've got a few a few irons in the fire. That's that's for sure. There's some that great cast money around. Yeah, there's some great <laughs> stuff coming from Universal destinations and experiences. That's, mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah, they've got a lot. Fingers it's crossed a, for some classic monsters years. at Epic Universe. Oh, that'll be so cool. I, I, mean, I mean, it's not confirmed, so I'm not it's going to not. say that there is. But it's not. But as soon as when they release the drawings of it, everything over there looks like a gothic village. It sure right. does. And um, <laughs> and they sure have spent a lot of time and money reimagining the Universal monsters in the mm -hmm. last four years since For sure. they announced. <laughs> yeah, this part. It so seems like a hint. It's a bit of a churro stand they're building there. Mm -hmm. Right. I I would definitely put my money on. Hundred percent. Yeah. They also still haven't confirmed uh, how I met or what how to how to train how your, how your dragon. How I met your dragon. <laughs> how to train your mother. <laughs> uh, how to train your dragon. Even though there's already the ship and the statues yeah. and the old yeah, yeah. from 30, the movie, like, thirty foot tall Viking statues and gigantic yeah. dragons. Yeah. But no, we don't know what's no, going I there, don't folks. Know. It could be anything. Nothing to see here. Churros. Yeah. Just moving. churros. They were telling us even like we can't confirm anything with um, 
more wizarding world Harold stuff. I'm like, yeah, except you can see the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> yeah. and you can right. see France. And... The entire the entire world knows because yeah, we have helicopters and it's... drones. <laughs> and, and Freedom of Information Act, and we can look at permits and stuff. Yep. It's not hard to figure out. So. Well, I mean, they didn't confirm anyway. the Velocicoaster until they were flying in Velociraptor statues. Yeah. I mean, it was like them. a week after the thing opened. I do love that about Universal. Until it's just like quite obviously fully built what it is, they don't even say anything. Unlike Disney, who announces things 10 years ahead of time and then may or may not actually build it. Yes. <laughs> I want a happy medium. I don't. It tries to be nice. Yeah, somewhere it was in cute. between the it two. It was cute the first time Universal, but how about you, you give us a little bit of information? It's yeah. I, That's, they don't do that because then if they change their mind, everybody's pissed like we are yep. with Disney when they don't build stuff they I say know, they're I know, but kinda... once they get to a certain point, there's no turning back. They can at least throw yeah. you out something. Yeah. I think they also are trying to temper the effects of people saying well i'm not going to go to universal in 2024 when they've got something new opening in 2025 that's a real thing but there is that, so much to see there right now that it makes sense to plan a trip and are revamping and reopening and mm-hmm. doing stuff yeah. i mean there, there's so there's much stuff. good stuff if you think you need to wait till not at third, all third park opens to go to universal i would not because honestly everything is going to be way more crowded then so mm-hmm. you should go and enjoy what's there now and then go yeah, back in sure. a couple of years 2024 is probably the best time to go because 25 is going to be so crowded Bonkers. with the new parks well i'm gonna say thanks for hanging out this again this week no problem dan oh you're talking to the audience My bad. we should do this more often if you're excited to brave the fog at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, in you will travel, or in Un- or in Orlando, both of them. That's what we need to do next year. We need to do a bi-coastal yes, 100%. horror nights extravaganza. Yes, yes, make that happen. Sold. Somebody look up a travel agent. If you're excited to brave the fog at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, Key to the World Travel has a creepy demonic circus tent full of expert travel planners and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. You have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery. Tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest gold key adventure updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com can't wait to hang out with you again and we'll see you real soon bye y'all goodbye everybody to ask a question or share your travel story you can reach us by smoke signal carrier pigeon or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com and make sure you follow the gold key adventure society on facebook and instagram A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. 
Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.